Hello, and welcome to The Leader Lab, the podcast powered by Life Labs Learning. I'm your host and Life Labs leadership trainer, Vanessa Tunisian. In each episode, my lab mates and I distill our findings into powerful tipping point skills, the smallest changes that tip over to make the biggest impact in the shortest time. Leader Lab listeners, we're continuing the conversation on super influence. Specifically, what can people do differently to impact the behaviors of others without resorting to authority? And here to help me unpack the next super influencing skill set is Ashley Schwade. Ashley has a background in social work and she is our head of diversity, equity, and inclusion here at Life Labs Learning. And she's also given me a tattoo on the back of a moving bus. So welcome to the lab, Ash. Thanks, Vanessa. I am excited to be here with you today. I'm excited to have you here, knowing that honestly, you are one of the influencers at Life Labs. In my mind, one of the most influential people I've met, you got me to get a tattoo on the back of the bus. I mean, come on. Not so, just you, Vanessa. I gave one to our CEO also. I know, <laughs> matching. So you know I love a strategic thinking tool. I'm curious, what is the skill that we're going to be walking through today? Absolutely. So what I want to talk about today is one of my favorite skills. And I'm glad you see me as influential because this is probably the thing that behind the scenes, I'm doing intentionally to gain that influence. Mm. It's called a gap analysis. What this is, is a strategic practice of identifying your current state and your desired state to define what the existing gap is that your project or strategy will close. What is the direct link to super influence? Like, How do these things ladder up to each other? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you asked. So let me actually just share a personal example to explain this a little bit. So like many folks, I love doing projects that I want to do, things that excite me, that motivate me, (laughs) uh, which is great, uh, unless I don't share why these projects are actually important. And if I'm going to be influential, I have to be doing the work that matters most, that has high business priority, that's going to be seen by our senior leaders as the most important. Otherwise, I'll just be seen as a workhorse, which is fine. But that's not influence. No, nobody wants to be a cog in the machine. Come on. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, Ash, you've got me driving down the brain lane super fast. I need some research gas in the tank. Show me what you got. What's going on? (laughs) There's actually some really cool research around this. One survey of 10,000 senior leaders showed that 97% of them said that being strategic was the leadership behavior most important to their organization's success. Not just behavior, leadership behavior. And when I think of being strategic, it's thinking about the future and integrating it into the present, which is exactly what the gap analysis allows you to do. It doesn't matter if you have a title or not. Mm. It puts you in a place of having that leadership, having that influence, being seen by others as influential. Gotcha. That executive presence piece. Exactly. Right. So you're actually saying, I recognize that there might be a problem here, but you're not just complaining. You're also saying, and here's what we can do to close that gap. So one other study that I actually really love about this, in 2017, Nathan Wyda and Ora Leonard found that the key differentiators for high performers, one of the biggest ones was that they spend nearly 20% more time defining their strategy, Mm. meaning that they're translating the high-level vision into clear, actionable goals. That clear, actionable goal is that gap analysis, right, of where we're at and where we're trying to get to. And that directly relates to that high performance piece. You are a Jedi master. (laughs) It's just the gap analysis, Vanessa. (laughs) God, I love that. And I also kind of want to go into the murkier territory of like, 
what happens when people don't use a gap analysis? Like what are some of the negative impacts of just jumping into work or using your feelings to make decisions? Can you walk us through a little bit of that? I sure can. Uh, I unfortunately have much personal experience here. Because before <laughs> learning this tool, I really just wanted to believe that my feelings were always right. I still sometimes want to believe that. But mm-hmm. the reality is that if I'm just doing things based on what I feel or how I'm perceiving things, I don't have a holistic view of everything. That's not possible, right? Right. And so when I do that, I often am spending time and resources on things that aren't the projects that matter most. They're just the ones that I care about. And that's not a good use of my time if I want to be influential, because influential folks are spending time on the things that matter most. Gotcha. So you want to figure out those high leverage moments. All right. So in true Leader Lab fashion, I want to try this on for size, Ashley. So can you walk me through how to do a gap analysis? (laughs) Yeah, let's try it. So Vanessa, what I want you to do is to think about a project that you want to work on. Something that you think would make an impact at Life Labs. What is Mm. it? Yeah. I've been talking a lot about some of the product initiatives that are coming down the pipeline, but it's only because, you know, it's real and lots of things are changing at Life Labs. (laughs) And one of the things that um, I think would be really helpful, especially as we onboard a ton of new facilitators, is a centralized place for research documentation and learning right now. It exists, but it's in a lot of different places, which can honestly make it challenging to onboard some of these new folks and have them understand the research the way that they need to in order to teach to the quality and standard that we have. Absolutely. I totally hear that. So I really like what you said, because you said that I think that it would help, right? Or something that I feel mm-hmm. like would help. <laughs> yep. So here's where the gap analysis comes in. Let me ask you, Vanessa, how would you actually measure your success here? What metrics would you look at? Oh, I guess there are a couple of things that I can look at. I could look at facilitator satisfaction or teachability scores. We actually Mm -hmm. rank our workshops to make sure that they have the resources that they need to be taught effectively. And then from a product standpoint, just making sure that the research is noted somewhere. So (laughs) that is another place. And then ease, ease of access, I think is another thing to think about. So It's kind of hard. These seem hard to measure, Ashley. I'm glad you said that because I'm about to blow your mind, Vanessa. So you mentioned a few different things. I'm going to split track them for you. So the first one that you mentioned was confidence of facilitators, right? Mm -hmm. The second one was location of information. Mm -hmm. And the third was ease in finding information. Is that right? Yes. Those are the three. Okay. Which one do you want to focus on? Which is most important to you? This is how you know you're an expert facilitator because you're already breaking this down into (laughs) these three different components. I will say ease. As we are onboarding these new facilitators, it's super important that they're able to self-lead here. So ease of access. Great. So how can you measure ease? Uh. (laughs) Great question. Uh, The first thing that came to my mind is facilitator perception, I guess. Like on a scale of one to 10, how easy... Is it to find this information? Does that suit the question? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love perception as a measurement because it's something that we can always measure against because we always have a perception. And so let me ask you then, thinking back to the gap analysis, you talked about using perception as your measurement. So Mm -hmm. what's your desired state? What would make you feel successful in terms of people's perception of ease? I'm going for a solid A plus 96%. That's what I want. Great. So the desired state is that 96% of facilitators think it's easy to find information about research. I mean, when you say it that way, it makes it so so simple. Yeah, that's the metric that I'm after, I guess. Yeah. Well, then the next step of the gap analysis is to figure out what your current state is. So asking the same question now before starting the project. So that way you can feel the progress and close that gap 
as you go. You know what I also think is cool is that what if the facilitators are at, you know, 93%? It's <laughs> totally going to change the way that I'm thinking about this potential project, yeah. which is also really nice for my own energy management. Absolutely. Because I hate to break it to you, Vanessa, but if they're already at 93, is this really where you should be spending your time? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so the bearer of bad news, but in the most influential way. I love that. <laughs> so that brings us to our Leader Lab listener experiment. So Ashley, what are we asking folks to experiment with in their laboratories of life? So I want folks to try your own gap analysis. So first thing I would say is think of a change area, something that if changed would make you, your team or your org better. After you do that, I want you to identify your current state, put some kind of numbers on it, operationalize that variable, then put numbers on your desired state. Where do you want to get to? What would tell you you're successful? Here's the trick. If you don't know, you have to measure it. You have to find out. So again, first thing, think of that change area. What would make a difference? Second, put numbers on the current state, numbers on the desired state. And then you're on your way to having influence. Sounds so simple. You make everything a little bit easier, Ashley. Thanks so much for being here on the lab. Thanks, Vanessa. It's great to spend time with you. And that's a wrap of another episode of The Leader Lab. Make sure to subscribe and share this with at least one other person so we can all be super influencers. It's pretty awesome. The Leader Lab is executive produced and hosted by me, Vanessa Tunisian. Neandra James is our senior producer and Alana Berman is our director and editor. If you'd like to hang out with us on social, go ahead and find us on LinkedIn at Life Labs Learning and on Twitter at Life Labs Learn. To bring training to your team, head on over to lifelabslearning.com. See you in the...